Welcome to the F-Stop Sear podcast, hosted by The Portrait Paradigm. If you're a photographer who is striving to build a high-end portrait business that is not only financially rewarding, but satisfies your creative heart, then join five nationally recognized photographers with over 180 years of combined experience building and maintaining successful specialty portrait businesses. This is where we will have real conversations about all the elements to create your own upscale business. From marketing, finances, mindset, photographic style, client experience, and so much more. So together, let's cut through the noise and make this your one stop for your complete portrait photography solution. Let's build your new portrait paradigm right now. Welcome, I'm Rod Evans, here along with Monica Sigmund, Michael Taylor, Bev and Tim Walden. We are your Portrait Paradigm team, your weekly hosts for the F-Stops Here podcast. On today's podcast, we're going to talk about common photographic myths of families. And uh, this is an interesting topic. We have been <laughs> all in business for a long time, so we've seen a lot of things. So, Tim, do you want to start us out on some myths that people have? <laughs> Oh, so many to choose from. Yes. And uh, they all they all kind of seem to make sense until you start doing photography. And then you realize, hey, wait a minute, maybe that didn't make so much sense. You know, you might hear from a client, but a couple that come to mind, you know, always to me is like, well, you know, I want to wait till I go on vacation, get a little bit of sun, you know, and and uh, get, get, get a little bit darker. Well, from my perspective, uh, that's one of those myths that, that I definitely want to avoid because I think as uh, we get the skin tones, that get a little bit um, odd. Not only that, we get more texture in the skin, you know, from the sun. And I just think some of those beautiful skin is like luminous, uh, you know, no matter what your skin tone or color is, it needs to have a luminance to it. And, you know, getting out in the sun and getting darker or getting uh, more texture to your skin through that. Um, not that we can't create a good portrait, but that's not where we want to, it's not what we want to choose to do. And that's one of the myths we kind of address when we, um, when, when somebody might notify us or if that comes up, that's one of the myths. And, and I think, uh, the other that, that I love to, to share about, and, and it's always a tricky one is like, you know, clothing that people, people wear. So you know, people say, Oh, I love this outfit. I think I look so good in that outfit. And you know, I say, well, yeah, you do look great in that outfit, but that's not what we want to photograph because we're photographing the translation of an outfit. So an outfit has to kind of have a symmetry or a kind of a rhythm to the style, right? So you might look great in polka dots and he might look great in, in check, but uh, that's not necessarily what we want in front of our camera. So we, we try to, you know, say, you know, you, you do look great in that, but in a still image, it's very different than it is in real life because you're not, it's not like in a still position in a room where you walk in, what's the first thing you see? And I think this is part of educating a client. It's why we do design appointments. It's why we have uh, a lot of content we provide people. So I would say I'm not so much interested in just what you look good in. I'm interested in what you look good in that will translate to a Walden portrait. And so it has to have that kind of measuring to it. So, and, and then I think also on clothing too, sometimes we want to pick clothing that is uh, as as we've said in previous podcasts, it's forgiving. So it's not just like an outfit you look great in, but we're looking maybe if we're doing young children, you got a really loose style. Now we want clothing that doesn't really 
pop out to, to, to the viewer, but also allows for forgiveness and movement and things like that. So I think one of the myths is, you know, well, I'm going to, I'm going to get, I'm going to pull this out of the closet. I'm going to pull that out of the closet. And I think it's one of the reasons we have to get more and more into education and become like designers for our client because we're designing that portrait and getting past the, the myth. So, uh, and of course, I hear people say, well, when I lose weight, I'm like, yeah, you're preaching to the choir there. But you know what? <laughs> I think, or, or even worse, I never photograph well. And I always come back and say, you know what? That means you've never had a photograph you're happy with, but this will be different because I think that that when you have that certain skill level, you understand that maybe the camera is not always the friendliest thing to a person. And that's what makes us professionals. We understand uh, body types. We understand lighting. We understand angles. And so they might say, wow, you know, I never felt like I looked like that. Well, you don't, but that photograph you had um, maybe it didn't flatter you. And so I think that's one of the myths. I don't photograph well. Yes, you do. You just haven't been photographed well. And so, you know, those are some we address. Or let's do the kids because I hate photographing myself. Well, no, we need you in it because it's that adds relationship and meaning. And we're going to address those things, you know, that you feel are just part of the problem when you get in front of a camera because it's not true. You know, I'll say a myth that I've always run across is whatever time a mother says their kids are best behaved at. <laughs> Avoid it. <laughs> Avoid it. Yeah. Because, you know, it seems like uh, the mom is always giving you the time that's most convenient for her to bring the kids to the studio, you know, which is maybe after that. school. Maybe it's the day after Ooh. they went to Disney. You know, oh, how about November 1st? Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we put a red <laughs> mark and we say we will not do portraits after Halloween do it for several days after Halloween. You know, you know, I mean, you know, and I think probably 90% of the time, you know, you'll have a mother say, you know, he's wonderful right after his afternoon nap, and it's like, no, there, there is no way, you know. Um, I was, I had this one mom that said, my kid is fantastic at five 30 in the morning. Okay. Oh. And I said, no, I'm pretty sure he's not. And uh, I was brand new at being a professional. And I went out there and to the home and this kid was sound asleep. <laughs> I am, I am bouncing his crib and he was not waking up. <laughs> I love what it. What is happening? You know, <laughs> so, you know, I just think that is a myth that I have always had uh, a little yeah. bit of. You should ask what's the worst. Carefulness about what's <laughs> that? that. Ask what the worst time is and then choose that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, so, and, you know, and obviously we need to get a time when the kids are, are feeling good and looking great. And many times that's the morning. So. Yeah, that's one myth I've always run across. One of my favorites is, um, well, you can just fix it in 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 Photoshop, and I and I hate that because I, technically we can, and that's what I'll say. I'll go, you know what? Technically we can, but do you want it to look good? Because they're two different things. Like we can, but should we? You yeah. know, and so like they'll come in with wrinkled clothes that are like wadded up in a duffel bag on the car ride over and they'll be, oh, well, you can Photoshop out the wrinkles. 
And I'm thinking, oh my God. With striped so, clothing. Like, yeah, so like, and I'm just like, well, no you know, we could, but and so this is what I'll say now is I'll say, well, we could, but you don't want to pay that retouching bill. And then they're like, okay, let, let, let me, you know, let me iron that or let me, cause we have a steamer here or something like that. And um, so I think this notion that anything and everything can be fixed in Photoshop is, has really done us a disservice because we have to then explain like it used to be with braces, right? We'll take, I want my kids braces off and whether it can or can be done believably or not, it's kind of like, but your kid has braces, like let the kid have braces. Like that's who he is at this age, you know? So this just, just this notion of everything can be fixed in post. And I think photographers have to be really careful or we perpetuate that, you know, we'll say things on set like, oh, don't worry about it. I'll fix it later. I'll fix it later. And so we're, we're kind of perpetuating that notion and we just have to give our clients a realistic expectation and rein that in and not everything can be fixed believably in Photoshop, nor should it be. Amen. That's a great statement. Oh my goodness. I love it. You know, and I that's mean, what you, I, if, if you really, I'm sorry, Rod, go ahead. No, you're fine. You know, I mean, if you really look at, um, at the photography that is done worldwide, and especially on the coast and things like that, you know, it, it's not it's not photography that's been artworked extensively or at all, you know, because there's a lack of true life, you know, that is yeah. lost. Yeah, I keep saying the word life in a lot of these podcasts, but uh, I think that's important because life is wonderful and the capturing truth is wonderful in a lot of ways. You know, and what we all try to do is capture truth in a good way, and and we try to manage our environment so that we are able to capture those really great moments. And when they're true, there's a lot of depth to it. And and there's something to be said about the subject themselves. I mean, what are we doing if we're telling them they only look good if they're photoshopped? You know, I don't think we're sending a very positive message to that person at all. And so for me, it's important that we capture it. So I know I'm going to go on a rant. Here we go. Go for it. Go for it. Look out, everybody. It doesn't happen often, but when it does, but (laughs) you can, you know, put someone in their best light simply by Posing them, lighting them, using the correct camera angle, using the correct lens, all of those tools you have available to you, other than Photoshop, you can actually re-symmetrize someone's face, you know, so they'll say I have a good side, bad side, all the things, you know, and light me from here, do all these things. Well, you could be in control of all of that and you can put them in their best light with the tools you have as a photographer. And I feel like that's our job is to show them just how beautiful they are without a ton of artwork. And the artwork that you do is natural and it does, you're using their skin, their tone, their, the best of who they are, you know, and removing just the temporary things. And um, so that's my rant, my rave and, I'm very, 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 very passionate about. <laughs> no, it's true. And even photographers, you know, I had somebody reach out to me just this week. They want to feature one of my portraits for an article and, you know, and they sent me this worksheet that I have to fill out. And the last um, section was post-processing. 
And it was like, please tell us all the edits and all the retouching that you did to come to this final image. And that's just like standard protocol, I guess, for what they're asking now. And I felt kind of funny because I was like, well, we really didn't, you know, I mean, I fixed a couple stray hairs. Maybe I softened a little bit of facial lines on the grandmother, but other than that, you know, we just don't do a lot. And I think that, I think with all of our work, all, all of our studios on this call, like there's an authenticity to our portraits that, um, we don't want Photoshopped away. You know, we want it to look like them, the best versions of them, the way I always say, I want, I want you to see how the people who love you see you because we like, so, you know, for those of us who do struggle with our weight. So I, I know that there have been times where I've just sat, you know, at a dinner table with friends and I'm just the whole time I'm thinking about, oh my gosh, I wish I had lost that 20 pounds. I'm so embarrassed. You know, my clothes aren't fitting right. I'm not comfortable. And I'm like, just in my head, like, has anybody else ever done this or is it just <laughs> me? But um, why do these always end up being a therapy session for me? <laughs> but the thing is that the, I have to remember that the people at that table didn't notice that I've gained 20 pounds. They didn't notice when I had lost the 20 pounds the last time we had dinner. They just know that they love me. And that's what we have to remember and remind our clients is that, you know, I just want to show you how your children see you, you know, they don't see mom who's, who hasn't lost the baby weight or anything like that. They see mom who has shaped their little life and, and is making them, you know, a better human. So I think that, um, I think that's really important too. Hmm. Yeah. That is so good. Go watch the Dove. I'll put a link to that Dove. Oh, the Dove commercial. Oh, yeah, that was thing so that they did. Uh, oh. Yeah, I need to put a link to that. And then yeah. make sure before you watch it, grab your Kleenex. So it's exactly yes. what Monica was talking about, which is how we perceive ourselves versus how others perceive us. And I think, like Monica is saying, it's our job to show them how they're perceived by others as a beautiful human and not how they critically look at themselves. So well, I think well, magazines, well, that went somewhere. <laughs> I'm so, yeah. magazines have done a great disservice. Yeah. Uh, when Absolutely. our daughters would be going through the line at the grocery and uh, I, I tried to teach them then, you know, like see this beautiful model on this magazine cover. Yes. I said, she didn't look like that. I can promise you. They use Photoshop. The image <laughs> did not look like that. Even though she was probably thinner than I would ever hope to be in real life, they took more weight off of her. And, you know, that's, it's not a realistic thing. And I, you know, it's, I, that's why I think, Rod, it's so important, like, to stress, you know, especially to certain ages, this, they're, uh, that they're beautiful, um, you know, the, especially young girls, uh, tweens, kind of that age, uh -huh. they, they may Absolutely. gain a little bit of weight. They're going through like the hormones and all that kind of stuff kicking in and, and, you know, they may break out with, you know, whatever that is, acne, acne, acne and things like that. And uh, I mean, we had two daughters, so, you know, yeah. we went through that whole thing and they'd come home crying, you know, if somebody said something mean to them. So we really have a job beyond providing a beautiful portrait and that's to uh, help self help people with low self-esteem to have to climb up out of that dark hole because that is a dark hole yeah. and people are mean 
around them a lot of times, especially if they're different. One thing I told our girls, never, 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 I never want to catch you being mean to anybody because they're different. Are they short? Are they tall? Are they heavy? Are they thin? Whatever. Do they have blonde hair? Do they have black? Don't, don't ever, ever be mean to somebody because they're different. Instead, you be their friend. You be the one that walks up to them and you invite them to sit at your table because I, that judgmental part that humans seem to have is really destructive. And I think as photographers, we can't, I feel like I'm on a rant. I don't mean to be, <laughs> I'm not ranting, a touchy really. subject. but it just bothers me that, you know, and the, and it seems like the tween girls are the, really the ones that pay the big price for what they're yeah. watching on TV, what they're seeing on magazine covers and stuff. And it's not reality. You know, we're talking about myths too. And, and I think along those lines, you might say, well, what's that have to do with photography? Everything. Mm-hmm. Because ultimately, that's part of our message is to celebrate mm-hmm. people and the beauty that they have. And mm-hmm. I think for, you know, I, I don't know if this is off topic or not, but I feel like it's appropriate is like, you know, you talk about posing. And I think with uh, with people, too, and catching that natural kind of feel is like when I was younger in photography, I, I would lean a lot on like posing everything. How do I pose it? What do I do with it? Now I trust my ability to see more than I trust my ability to pose. And so I want to see somebody. You want to create an environment in that camera room where somebody who's maybe comes needs to come out of a shell where they do, or that somebody who's like, trying to pose for you and you're looking for that reality. And I think your skills in posing help you avoid problems and help you manage situations that would be unflattering. But I, you know, I'm always trusting my ability to see more than my ability to create. And that's what I would, I'll tell a customer is like in the beginning, I learned a lot of posing. Uh, And now I, I learned to find the beauty inside and I'll use whatever skills I need to make that come out. And it could be like you you said, you know, previously uh, in another episode, you talk about the 13th image. You, you remember when we would shoot 12 exposures, you're changing film, people would relax. So it's like, well, how do I how do I create that environment? I walk away from the camera. I engage their mind, you know, and when I talk to them and then I look for the beauty that's there. I can tell somebody to tip their head or put their weight here or there. And it can look terrible with one person, look fine with the next. So I think our ability to observe uh, is a key part of how we capture uh, amazing portraits. So we create that environment. And I think if we kind of go back, and it, it may be dancing around the topic, but if we go back to myths, it's like, well, if you're a good photographer, you know the great poses. Well, you know, I I, I want to get to you. And that's just one, one little tool in my toolbox of education that I'll pull out the pieces I need if I need them. But ultimately, I want to find who you are and I want to find that story in there. And so it's not about going in, striking a pose, looking in a mirror before you show up. Oh, God, don't do that. You know, it's like, <laughs> I want to smile like this. I said, Please take the mirrors down and just come on in. And, I, and I'll tell adults, parents, don't tell your children to smile. Don't tell them not to smile. Just say we're going to go have photos taken, Miss Bev, Mr. Tim. We're going to have so much fun and then leave it alone. Just trust us. Because getting to those things is not something structural. I think it is a, an, an inherent skill set that we acquire because we put importance on it. 
Amen. Yeah, you know, I think way of saying it. You know, I think making people not making people look natural, but we're just letting them be themselves. Uh, you know, I know that uh, when I do a session, you know, it's that time I'm talking to them beforehand before we really get started or whatever, and yeah. I'm just seeing right how they're right. standing. You know, how they're relaxing, how they're leaning against that chair, how they're putting their hand in their mm -hmm. pocket. You know, things like that, and I basically get their their weight set correctly you know yeah. body weight and then go from there but mm -hmm. um it, it you know it really is amazing that um now i forgot what i was going oh. to say. <laughs> okay. okay it's really amazing I, though whatever it is it's whatever amazing. it is it was amazing that, that's for a future amazing. podcast the next episode michael will tell can, us about his hey can i say video. one more myth before because i know <laughs> one more myth this is drives a photographer crazy but if i had your camera oh real, yeah i wish oh, i had a camera like too. that your so, camera okay. takes great pictures yeah exactly <laughs> okay now we know everybody here has great cameras but don't tell me that the photographs are good because I have a great camera. I mean, that's like saying you're a great driver because you have this car, but you know, you never happened to get behind the wheel before, you know? So, uh, or you're a great surgeon because you had the best scalpel. It really, that's, that's one of those people, myths, you know, it's like, oh, he must be good. Look at that camera. Yes. When they say, wow, <laughs> you have a really good camera. I'll just say, I taught it everything it knows. That's right. Ooh, that's, like, oh, that's a good okay. one. There you yeah, go. I, yeah, we, I had to get that in our myths while we were talking about it. Yes. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Short term memory. Yeah, short-term memory here. You know, I don't know if this exactly fits, but, but you know, you know what? Anyway. But I'm going to tell yeah. So, like, <laughs> when you go through Facebook and someone gets their family picture that they did or whatever posted online, and all these, all their friends are telling them how beautiful that is and how wonderful that is, and you think there's a there's a couch in a field at 12 noon in. A, in a field of weeds, you know, and they're getting a hundred compliments. Those are myths. I don't know. Fibs, <laughs> or I, don't know what Amen. I don't know what you're listening to and what these people are looking at, you know, because I, you know, I was thinking of that because, you know, we're thinking about what are myths and things yes. like that. Yeah. You, can just... and, you know, and a lot of times I think uh, people want, are glad to hear that. They want to hear that. They want to hear that. Praise, you know, like telling them, uh, you know, their family's no. beautiful. You're so mean. It's <laughs> 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 just, just shocking to me. Like, get on there and be like, I would score that a 22 in print competition, <laughs> and here's why. So, you're just I love it. I don't know. But one thing that I, um, what one, um, thing that this is kind of turning into like things that we hate when our clients say instead of myths. But how about when um, the mom says, oh, my husband doesn't need to come. He doesn't care what I spend. Yeah. <laughs> Only myth, if he doesn't know myth. what you spend. Yeah, exactly. That's a big That's myth. probably its own episode, but um, yeah. yeah, that's that's probably its own episode. That's but that's a good yeah, my, yeah, my husband doesn't like care that. what I spend. Yeah, yeah I have so cash in the glove box. I've been saving. Yeah, 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 exactly. Ooh, scary. Yeah, I, I, that's my story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What else, what else Yikes. Say? I don't even know. Is it? 
I don't know if it's myths or it's our complaints about. It's okay. We're on tangents. We're off on tangents. We're good. (laughs) We are on tangents. (laughs) Or like when their kids horrible and they're like, I don't know what's gotten into them. He never does that. And I'm like, really? He just threw a stool at me and he's never done that at home. (laughs) No, it's usually a chair at home. (laughs) (laughs) He's only throwing a stool here. (laughs) Uh, I had a four year old swear at me. I was like, wow, okay, where'd that come from? You know exactly where that came from. I love it. I think we devolved on this one, you guys. No, we have. Yeah, I, so I can tell it. So. <laughs> fine, fine. This on, is like on therapy. one of our outtake <laughs> episodes or wide opens or whatever, we'll throw that on there, Michael. So, yeah. hey, yeah. we appreciate you guys being with us here and talking about some myths and letting us uh, just kind of go where things go sometimes so but still a great conversation so thanks again for being here we certainly appreciate all of you we're your portrait paradigm team and we're really here to help you build a portrait business of your dreams so check out our website theportraitparadigm.com we've got free resources and podcast transcripts there so leave us your comments and questions we really appreciate it we're also on instagram at the portrait paradigm And join us next week where we'll be sharing more insights on how to build a portrait business of your dreams. Until next time, be ever open to shifting your portrait paradigm.